Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. I am your host, Ian Altman. Why do clients, especially in the B2B world, focus on price? It's a question that I hear very often when I'm speaking to audiences, when I'm delivering keynotes, when I'm doing Q&A sessions, or even in our Same Side Selling Academies monthly coaches corner, people often struggle with this notion of why are the clients focused on price? The answer to this usually has to do with a mirror. And what I mean by that is very oftentimes what I see is it's what we as sellers do, not consciously, to tell our clients that they should be focused on price instead of results. So people often ask me, how do I get my clients to focus on results instead of price? And it usually comes down to, well, what are you doing right now that's convincing them to just focus on price? I get emails all the time, people soliciting different services they're trying to sell me. And it usually comes down to something like, hey, Ian, I'd love to talk to you about X, Y, and Z, and maybe we can save you some money. Or I have a really good price that I can get you on this service. We're the cheapest way for software development. We have the least expensive marketing. I can do this for you or that for you at the lowest price. And then we wonder why our clients focus on price instead of focusing on results. In fact, when your clients don't make a decision, the default for most people in sales is, well, maybe if we offered them an incentive. Now, the incentive is not maybe we can give them better results. Maybe we can give them more capabilities. Instead, the default is maybe I can charge them less. And what you have to recognize is that every dollar that you discount was probably just profit. So you're giving away your margin if you're just focused on price. Years ago, we were doing a renovation on our house. It prompted an article I wrote in my column in Inc. magazine at the time that was titled Nightmare Home Renovation, What HGTV Doesn't Tell You. We had a horrible renovation experience because the original contractor we hired just did a terrible job. We ended up having to fire that contractor, hire a new contractor. And in the midst of all this, the framing was done, but we had to go out and hire our own people for electrical and plumbing and things like that. I became, in essence, the general contractor over a short period of time. And so I contacted a friend of mine who was in construction. I said, do you know of a great electrician who I can count on who can do an amazing job? And they said, yep, let me introduce you to this guy, Jason. Jason came out, had a really innovative idea. Keep in mind, we had ripped the entire main level of our house down to studs and subfloor. We were redoing all the electrical and all the plumbing, taking out walls. I mean, it was a, it was a pretty extensive renovation. And so Jason came out, he looked at everything that we needed, had a really creative approach and said, I can do this for you. It'll cost $12,500. I said, Jason, that sounds great. We're about six weeks from starting the project. I didn't get a contract from Jason. I didn't get anything in writing. It was just, he had given me a number. Now keep in mind, I put into my spreadsheet $15,000, because I knew that with electrical, there's always more that you need that you didn't think about. So I padded it by 20%. So my budget was $15,000 for that electrical work. Jason had told me twelve five. 
If you wanna get top results for your team, take a look at the Same Side Selling Academy. Just visit samesideselling.com to learn more. After about three weeks, Jason calls up and says, hey, we'd really like to do this project. And I've looked at the numbers and we could probably do it for $11,000. I said, Jason, that's great. We're about three weeks away from starting. Um, does that timing still work for you? Oh yeah, that'd be great. Fantastic. So then we get, we get now it's two weeks later after that part. So now it's a week before the end of that six week period I had told them. And Jason calls up and says, you know, if we can start next week, I'm gonna have a crew available. We could even do it for 9,500. I said, that's great. We're gonna be ready for you next week. So Jason started the project. They hit the ground running, did amazing work first couple of days. Then Jason wasn't on site. His crew was somewhat hit or miss. And weeks later, the project still wasn't done. And I was reaching out to Jason to try and to try and contact him. He wasn't being responsive. We had paid about 7,500 of the 9,500 at that point, and I couldn't get them out to finish the work. So finally, through my buddy, we reach him. Jason calls up and says, well, the problem is there's no money in this type of project. No money? All I did as a consumer was agree to whatever number you gave me. So you started at 12.5, I put in my budget 15,000, you then came back a few weeks later and said, well, instead of 12.5, you could do it for 11. Then you came back two weeks after that and said, well, I can do it for 9,500. I paid you 7,500. There's 2,000 left in what you told me you could do it for. And ultimately you said, there's just not enough money in these types of projects. But what you have to recognize is that Jason was under the impression that the reason the project hadn't started had to do with price. And the reality is it had nothing to do with price. In fact, if Jason had said, well, I'm thinking 12.5, and we should probably have a contingency of a couple thousand dollars, I would have said, yeah, that's fine. Now, as it turns out, during this time frame, I met a someone in our neighborhood, happens to be a master electrician, and said, what's going on in your project? I explained it to him. He looks through and says, yeah, I could finish everything for a couple thousand dollars. So I spent the $9,500. I would have happily spent 15000 and I guarantee you to this day, Jason feels the reason why he didn't make money on the project was because the only way he could win it was at that lower price. But that had nothing to do with it. In the reality, what you want to do is you want to focus on results with your clients. Instead of saying to somebody, well, maybe I can save you money on this product or service. What if you said to them, if I could deliver 30% better results, if I could reduce your risk by 50%, and it costs a little bit more than the alternative, would that be worth a discussion? And now we're telling our clients they should focus on something other than just price. In our electrical project, we just wanted to get it done right. And after having a bad experience, I didn't care what it was going to cost. I just wanted to be done right. But the seller believed that price is all that mattered. And price matters most when the seller believes price matters most. So because Jason thought price is all that matters, in his world, it is all that mattered. So next time you're faced with a situation where the client appears to be focused on price, look in the mirror. Determine whether or not you've set the expectation that it's all about price. And instead, think about how you can shift the focus from price to results by asking questions about what does success look like? How are we gonna measure the results? And then if you hear pricing pressure, you can just simply say, 
Well, based on the results you're trying to achieve, in order to do it for a lower price, we'd have to cut some corners. How would you feel about that? And now you're having a discussion about value versus price. If there are topics you'd like me to cover on the next episode, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it, post a review, say something kind to a friend, and I will see you next week on the Same Side Selling Podcast. So long. Mm-hmm.